Hey, y'all. Welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all of the ins and outs, challenges, and opportunities HR people managers and all people face at work every day. I am one of your hosts, Chaz Fields, and I'm with uh, my, I'm going to say spicy today, my spicy <laughs> co-host, and you're going to have to tell him why I said that uh, because of the story you shared with me before this, my spicy co-host. Julie Devlin. Hi. Hi, Chaz. <laughs> hey, Julie. Um, hey, uh, instead of telling me something good today, can you just share the story <laughs> of why you're so fired up? Let's do I that. have no mice. <laughs> mice? <laughs> what? Okay, uh, context? <laughs> all right. So, Chaz, we have done we did the travel episode. Everybody knows that we travel all the time. You know, sometimes, let's just say that maybe I'm not the most organized person. I don't know. Um, but with, there's a lot of electronics when we travel. Um, there's a, a lot bit, of yeah. wires. There's a lot of things that we have to make sure that <laughs> we have. And one of those things I always make sure of is that I have my mouse um, because it's a pain to have to use the trackpad. First world problems Agreed, on, 100%. On, the, on the computer. So... I had a travel mouse, Chaz, uh-huh. um, and I used that travel mouse and then I couldn't find it. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> Great. I can't find the travel mouse. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my actual mouse that I use at my desk here at home and I'm going to travel with that. And then I don't know where it is. So I either <laughs> left it in a hotel <laughs> or or it fell out in an airport somewhere. Um, but I am mouseless. And well, I'm now having to, you know, again, first world problems, utilize my, my trackpad on my laptop instead <laughs> of using a mouse because I, because here's another first world problem because Amazon can't deliver the, <laughs> the mouse till tomorrow morning. Oh no. Yeah. So, so maybe the next episode we have a responsibility episode. Is that maybe. what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so my something Friday. good, my something good is that I ordered two mouses, two mices, two. mice, mouse, mice. I don't know. Anyway, it's two I ordered two right. computer <laughs> mouse things, <laughs> accessories. So we'll see how long they last. <laughs> words are hard today. Words, words are hard. Today. Words are hard. Yes. Um, yeah. So my my something good is I know we normally don't uh, share the day that we record. We're recording this on a Friday. You know what I mean? It's my last day that um, you know my mom's here in town helping us out with you know this foot recovery thing. And last night we spent some time uh, with my in laws, and um, you know we had a family game night, and I cooked dinner even on my knee scooter, which was awesome. Oh my gosh! Um, you know the the fact that I was balance, doing a balancing act. I almost fell once, um, mm. and my doctor would not have been happy with mm-hmm. that. But uh, you know me, Jules. I love spending time with my family as much as I can. So it was uh, it was just a really great night. It was a really really great night. So, uh, but that's not why we're here. We are here to discuss what we're here to discuss. Jules, you want to kick us off with the business <laughs> end of the day? Sure. We're here to discuss what we're here to discuss. So folks, um, you don't you know can, what you don't know. You don't right? know what you don't know. <laughs> As is going to just use cliche after cliche today. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Future and, of work, Jules. Uh, quiet quitting, Chaz. <laughs> we can go on. Going. So many. New world of work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what was the jar, the jar? We used to have a swear jar of all of the things. <laughs> oh, uh, things yeah. That- the... Um, Oh gosh, I don't know. There was a million of them. I'm sure anyway, we'll come up with some. Yeah. <clears throat> so business out of the day. Uh, this is from Business Insider. 
So a new global study, Chaz, found that uh, the four-day work week was a resounding success in a pilot program. And it found uh-huh. that revenue increased over 8% over the six-month trial period for the 33 companies that participated in this mm. four-day work week thing. Um, okay. On the employee side, uh, the people who responded to the survey said that they reported less burnout, less fatigue, and an increase in physical health. So is this the new normal? <laughs> there it was. That's the one. Well, I'll tell you, there are some folks that are trying to make it the new normal. And I suppose that we should I suppose that we should let folks know that this is what we are going to be discussing on today's episode. Um, the four day work week. And where are we now with hybrid and RTO and you know return to each other and, mm-hmm. and all of that? Here's my first thoughts on this. Where do you draw the line? Okay, I've got I've got a I don't know that I have a firm opinion on the four day work week yet. And and I'm clearly not resistant to it. I just, I, I struggle with this one. Right. So of course you're going to experience less burnout, less fatigue and increase in physical health. But when I see this, I think, okay, you get an extra day back, right? Like you, you get an extra day back. Does this become a boundary setting issue? You know, are you, are you, is your company not providing you a culture where you can set healthy boundaries and in the workplace to be able to, to feel less burnout, less fatigue and increase your physical health, right? I look at all of those and I think, okay, yeah, some organizations don't, right? I've been in those organizations. I've worked with some of those organizations. I've worked for an organization that was very much uh, go, 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 but are we not? giving employees or creating a space where employees can do this in a five-day work week. And I'm not saying five or four is the right or wrong answer. I'm just saying, can we not just be better in general to our people and not have to free up a full day? I don't know. Well, we can. And one of the things, this is, I don't know that there are right or wrong answers to this. There's there's um, not. I, I think a lot of this has to do with uh, individual situation, individual sentiment. And my thought about the four day work week in general is could it do more harm than good? Because people then mm-hmm. feel like they have to get everything done within four days so they can have that, that, right. that fifth day off, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess if I think about this for myself, I, this would never work for me. Like I, I need five days. <laughs> Sometimes I need six and seven, but right. you know, but that's me. But I also recognize that not everyone feels that way and not everyone is in the same circumstance that mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, but you're going to say something. Yeah. I, I, I was completely going to pivot before we get into the actual content of, of the episode here and, and kind of put you on the spot. <laughs> here, here's the deal. At what point, at what point do you draw the line? You know, at what point do you draw the line? So, so like in nursing, it's very typical to do three twelves, right? And you do mm-hmm. your three twelves and you have your 36 hours and you're done and you get paid for your 40, right? right, right. That's been a common practice in, in healthcare for a very, very long time. At what point do you draw the line to say, okay, we're going to go to a three-day work week? You know what I mean? You can work 15 hours a week or whatever, 14 hour days. I don't know, but the, yeah. 15, Math is 12, hard. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. 12 yeah. hours, you know, 13 mm-hmm. hours, whatever it is, right? Is 40 the standard? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Do you have to supplement income because you're not willing to work, you know, 40 hour work weeks and you only want three days, right? So, so when do organizations 
draw the line to say, no, we're, we're going to, everyone else is doing four days, but we're going to stick to five or we're going to stick to three. Right. How does that work? I don't know. Uh, I I think it's very, it's very nuanced per organization. It may be nuanced per department. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think that, I think that it sounds good, right? It does. Oh, it sounds great. Right. It sounds good, but but in reality, you know, in theory, it sounds, oh, well, mm-hmm. everybody's going to have three days off a week and everybody's going to come back and they're going to be refreshed and this, that and mm-hmm. the other. And, you know, it, it just may not be that the that just may not be the case. And I think mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, it would be difficult. <clears throat> excuse me, Chaz. I think it would be difficult for a lot of organizations, especially those that have shift workers mm-hmm. um, or actually now that I think about it, I just completely said that maybe wrong. Maybe it wouldn't be as difficult for shifts. Maybe it would be more difficult for, you know, the white collar, the salaried folks, yeah. because the shifts, you can get shifts covered and you can, right. you can, right. um, you can choose that shift if companies right. let you do that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. Right. So shift, shift work, this may not work. Um, or it might, again, depends on where, depends oh, my, on what, they're, what you're doing. My point is you go back three years ago where you were just trying to let people work remotely, right? you know, and, and that was just, you know, we can't do that. And COVID hit and it's like, okay, yeah, we can. Right. And, and is this the next thing? And I'm not, I'm not trying to take away from productivity. I think logistically, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but pre COVID, you know, we keep inching along and inching along and inching along from the traditional way of doing things, which Again, I'm all on board for challenging that, you know, but this, the way that the four day work week has been marketed was exactly what you just said. It's well, you get an extra day back. And Julie, I'm here to tell you, if someone made me work 10 hours, four days straight, I would lose my, I would be worse off personally. Just me. Right. And then I'll go back to saying that's you. Right. Right. There are some people that may prefer that. Some people that are in different situations that may prefer that. But Mm -hmm. again, you know, it's. It's not, it's again, it's a nuanced thing, Mm. but you're right. I think it's about the marketing. I think that's really an interesting point. It's Mm. been marketed as the end all be all to employee satisfaction. No, no, no. The end all be all to employee happiness. Oh, you want to be happy? Hey, you can work four days at our company. But really what it means is on those four days, you're going to be dragging yourself and trying to get everything done and cramming things in and cramming meetings in, et cetera. Can you, can you manage the 10 hour days in the same way that you're managing five, five days? You know, I, and, I wouldn't and, be able to, but that's my point. So you, you go and create, and and I, I guess this is where I'm questioning its success, right? So Massachusetts, it's trying to lead the charge. The state of is trying to lead the charge here in the United States, right? Um, the, the United Kingdom set the president precedent and early on it was quote unquote failing, but now it's, it's showing success based on the stat that the insider did. So clearly there's some logistical things that had to be worked out, but I, I look at it holistically from a, the economics of it and what businesses currently require. Mm-hmm. And what I think will happen is if the majority of companies go to the four day work week and the companies who refuse 
are eventually going to be forced to go to that four-day work week. Does well, yeah, sense? from a competitive perspective, but think about this from a productivity perspective. Let's say right. your company has a four-day work week and mm-hmm. you work with lots of outside vendors and mm-hmm. you know lots of outside entities. Uh, you partner with other organizations. Maybe they don't have a four-day work week. Right. You know, wh- what, what's that going to do to business? Is that going to affect productivity? Um, what if there's some kind of emergency on that fourth, on that fifth day that people right. would be in the office or would not be in the office? You know, I, I again, it, there's a lot I think to consider rather than just mm-hmm. saying here work work ten hour four ten hour shifts. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want the four day work week? No, not for myself. For others, sure, absolutely. I think I think that's other piece. Do you remember the Sunday creep? Do you remember the the? I think we did a survey, the Workforce Institute yeah. survey, three and a half years ago, yeah. where people felt obligated to start working and responding on Sunday night before you know their their Monday started, right? Yeah. So so this is a very similar concept. No, you're not dropping a complete day, but people still felt obligated to work the day before they go and start because they wanted to feel quote unquote caught up. Is it obligated? Is it obligated or is it getting a head start? That's the thing. Is it, is it required? You know, there are companies out there that say, Hey, you know, I sent you an email on Friday at 6 30 PM. Why haven't you responded to me? And it's not in my inbox by Monday at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just, I struggle with the four day work week, Julie. I struggle with it. And it's not that I'm a resistant to the change of it. I just think that we, we're, we're not addressing the workplace issue directly. I really right. don't. Yes. And, and what, and that workplace issue mm-hmm. is what, Chaz? Creating a culture in a space where employees really can thrive mentally, physically, emotionally in the way that, um, meets their needs, right? Like you talk a ton about employee expectations and if, if, and so much of this is built on trust and transparency in the workplace, the idea behind, Hey, we're just going to give you back an extra day and front load your hours. Or maybe they don't, maybe they still pay you 40 hours and you work 20 hours a week. And in those four days, you work five hour days and they pay you for 40. Amazing. But I think from a business perspective, that's an easy job to cut. Right. Like mm-hmm. when times get tough and, you know, you're not overproducing or you're, you know, whatever it is, I think it's a really easy, easy way to look and say, you know what, we're going to continue to boost our profits and cut staff. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, what do you think it'll do logistically for, com- you know, like service and distribution companies? If, mm-hmm. if, if companies who are selling whatever they're selling, what do you think it's going to do logistically? I think it affects business continuity. I think it could affect Agreed. business continuity. Mm-hmm. And from a logistics perspective, a lot of these organizations, you know, they're very, very um, strict in terms of mm-hmm. what it is that they're doing on a certain day and that kind of thing. I mean, the other consideration here is, is it a four-day work week for the company or is it a four-day work week for some people in the company? Right. And is that four-day work week Monday through Thursday or Tuesday through Friday or somewhere in between there? Right. Now, the, other, the, th- the way that it could work, let's say you have a 24-7 operation. Okay. And 
you know, again, it goes, I go back to that shift work. I think it's different. I think this becomes different when you have hourly employees versus salaried employees. And when we read a lot of these things online, it's not talking about that. It's just talking about four days. That's all you're going to have to do. There's no business, there's no business perception or lens whatsoever. Right. Right. So when you just read the headlines, it seems like, uh, Nirvana for workers. Sure. Four days, you know, but let's look at the the surface. Let's look Mm -hmm. underneath the surface and see what the implications really are. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, think about too, like if you have people, I don't know, there's so many different scenarios, right? If you have people that are, that are out on vacation and generally work a four day work week, and then, you know, you have some, some shifts then that aren't covered because of that. And Mm-hmm. I can I can name a million different scenarios. Mm-hmm. What I think I think it's it's pretty clear that in this oh gosh new world of work right yeah <laughs> it's like in, number in, five swear this, this new world of work hybrid work isn't going anywhere. So I think the right. the next question that we, it's begged is is this really needed or is it a hybrid approach that's going to help people? To feel like they're not. What is the real thing here, Chaz? Is it that we're saying people don't want to work as hard? So that's hard. What, I, I I think for you and I, that's an easy that's an easy uh, uh, sol- result to get to. Not solution, but result to get to. You know, I, I it's not that I I really don't care if companies go to a four day work week. Who's going to be gutsy enough to go and do it and be the forefront? What type of business is it going to be? What type of worker and what type of industry? We haven't mastered hybrid work yet, right? No, like, mastered and, it. And, no, and nobody's mastered, figured that. You know, companies, and here's what will happen as, as we continue to go down this path. I, I think the government will get involved. I think they're going to figure out a way to regulate it for companies and say, here's here's what you can and can't do because you can't disrupt supply chain because people want an extra day, right? I say that I say that with a caveat of within specific industries. All right. Mm-hmm. You've got companies and corporations, multi-billion and trillion dollar corporations who bank off of five-day work weeks. Right. Seven, the people who create your food, the people right. who deliver your food, the people who stock your food. How, you, you're going to go to a grocery store and say, hey, you're only going to operate four days. Right. It, exactly. That's kind of well, scary. Well, also think about the people that rely on overtime money. Um, <laughs> and, and they're already working beyond four day, five days to begin with. Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's 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 a compliance piece of this too that that goes along. Are you going to change significant laws when it comes to to compliance and and how is that going to affect unions? And well, I was, was going to say collective bargaining agreements. Um, are they going to all have to be renegotiated again? Mm-hmm. So many different things, and right. you you may have some companies that are partially unionized, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then you know some companies that are that are not, um, mm-hmm. and there's. You're going to have to, it's, it's a renegotiation, Chaz, of expectations, yeah. the renegotiation of what I talk about, the psychological contract, you know, what is it that are, that's expected of, of employees and what do employees expect from the organization? Sure. And, you know, if they see some people in the organization being quote unquote allowed to do a four day work week or, or even let's, let's not even call it a four day work week. Let's just call it a, a varied schedule, right. Or, sure. or something like that. Right. Um, you know, we, there's a, there's a, um, 
there's a concern for fairness here too. Mm -hmm. Um, We have to make sure that we are treating employees fairly uh, for those folks who are looking to do this and those folks who are, who are looking not to not. So it's in the news. Um, It's, it's a buzz prior to COVID. This has been, this was a huge conversation. Um, I remember it. I remember um, January, February of 2020 before everything sort of hit. Um, I was doing um, some Googling on this, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, research Googling, right? Uh, and I was um, reading, there's just so many different uh, things <laughs> yeah. um, that were being written about the four-day work week and should we right. move to a four-day work week. And I feel like as a collective uh, society, we were moving in that way, in, towards that discussion. And then, right. of course, everything just completely shut down. So. Let's 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 shift the narrative a little bit. Uh, d- clearly, our opinions on four day work week and what we think may or may not happen is is there. The other piece I would say, let's talk about hybrid work. Just just from what are you hearing as far as the companies you've talked to, how hybrid work is going? I'm hearing that nobody s- still folks don't have it figured out, but right. they're trying to put more policies in place. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing companies now saying, okay, in this department, this department, right. you're going to uh, work hybrid uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. This department, you're going to work hybrid Mondays and Wednesdays, mm-hmm. etc. And really making sure that there are people that are in the office. Yeah. Um, that that that's a whole other conversation. And I know we've we've discussed this on some other episodes. Um, but when <clears throat> when we're asking folks to come back into the office and we're or if we're asking folks to shift their schedule in any way, whether it's right. a four-day work week or not, we as employers have to be transparent about the whys. Right. Why? Why do I have to it. do this? Yep. Again, I as a worker have seen what I'm capable of doing in a remote setting, in a hybrid setting, in a whatever setting. And I right. know that I can be productive. Right. So if you're now asking me to shift everything and do what you're mandating me to do, how right. is that going to affect my life and therefore mm-hmm. affect my productivity? Yeah. I, it, it, the hybrid work model is not mastered. What I can say is in my experience and in, in talking with companies, when people are in person, they are better together, right? They, mm-hmm. they just, they are. And I know it's not conducive. We got a really, really good um, example of what remote work looks like. We've been remote employees for a, a long time, but I think those that weren't remote were forced to figure it out. And then they realized they really enjoyed it. And then there, there's another group of people that are office people, right? They just 100%. I have a former colleague of mine, a dear friend, his name's Brian. He will tell you COVID was the worst part of his career because he thrived being with people in a physical office. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're trying to cater to two different people where I think we have a responsibility as employees. Yes, we need to understand the why the decision is made. But this is our employer, like in the privatized, like this is our employer and we owe some respect to, to engage with their decision, whether you agree or disagree. I do a lot of things just in general that I don't always agree with, but the 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 point is it's for the better of the organization. It's for the better of those around me. And that's kind of the lens I approach it is we're a team. A company is just a really, really big team and you're not 
you're you're one component of the team. You're one participant in the team. So I, at some point, I have to trust the organization that what they're doing really is best for us in the company, mm-hmm. right? And that's where the security lies. The job security lies. I'll throw one more caveat out there. Sure. Let's say let's say I work four days a week, but I have a really really important meeting on the fifth day, and what it's going to throw you into overtime. And you're well, hour, you know, do, you're, but do I do I then take off another day or do I not? I tell you, this is what government's <laughs> going to have to get in and help regulate, right? Uh, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's more HR, and I feel like yeah. also, like if you're going to do this, you better make sure you have a really good timekeeping system. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and flexible scheduling and shift swaps and, and labor yeah. forecasting, and, and that's that, and, be that you, and that you have a way to measure employee sentiment surrounding right. this um, yeah. by using uh, AI, BI. Yeah. Uh, you know, having a having a tech system that works in that way, um, mm-hmm. so that way you can have continuous insights into that. So. Yeah, I think so much of this drives back to to one of the things we talk about a lot here at UKG is that employee continuum of needs. Mm-hmm. Right. And an employee and employer choice, like being that company, you know, as, as you think about it before, when you were required to go to the office, you really didn't get an opinion on that. It was, no, you're just required to come in. And right. as much as you disliked it, you did it because it was your job. Right. right. And that this idea, and I don't want to call it entitlement because there are things that you enjoy doing when you do work from home. Look, I, it'd be really hard for me to go back to the office. I'm the first one in the front to say, man, it would be really hard for me to go back to the office um, just with my job. But at the same time, do I love the organization that I work for that says, hey, you're going to go to an office? And is it the place that you want to be going back to the employee experience and expectations and and what I enjoy? Absolutely. I would do it in a heartbeat. You know, yeah. so this goes back to the original discussion. Do you or are you creating a culture where you may not like everything, but the company is willing to support you in every way they can, even though you're still going to have to do things you don't necessarily like or enjoy? Yeah. You know, it's a delicate balance, right? It really is. It really is. So, Charles, so, what'd you find your purpose in today? Man, I, I found my purpose in just hearing difference of opinions in the four day work week. I, I, I can't wait a year from now when we go back and we listen to this and we say, oh, boy, were we wrong? Or, oh, <laughs> we were right. Uh, you know? yeah, it's not right or wrong, Chaz. It's <laughs> yeah. not right or wrong. I, I you know what I'm saying. For me, right? my takeaway here is that this is a conversation that is continuing. And I don't think that, I, I don't know that I necessarily, and we're not, we don't have to debate this. I don't know that I agree that the government's going to get involved because a lot of this <laughs> has to do with private business. But I think that's the other thing to look at. Um, is the federal government, uh, are they going to a four day work week, you know, what are they doing? Um, something to, something to consider. Um, uh, man, I hope not. Cause in TSA, their government, oh my right? gosh, yeah. about, <laughs> you know, so again, go back to your point, departments and, and whatnot yeah. right? sectors. So, uh, I do, I, I, I disagree though. We don't have to debate, but I disagree. I think that there's so much that it will or could impact that they, they will, there will be a broader study. Now, if they keep it at the state level, you know, that's a completely different conversation, but I do think at some point, uh, it's, it's going to 
be lobbied one way or the other. All right. So. Well, we can. What you find your purpose? We in? can put some dollars on that. No, Ooh, I've already told we'll you my purpose. That. My purpose was that this is a conversation that's going to be continuing. So, okay. all right, folks, we we'd be curious to know what you think, and if your company yeah. is uh, is utilizing a four day work week, or you know what kind of innovative uh, uh, scheduling that you're mm-hmm. doing. So. Um, hey, a few reminders uh, before we leave. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, check us out on social media sites. Uh, check us out on LinkedIn. Also, be sure to uh, look at the latest blogs and research from the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting workforceinstitute.org. If you'd be so kind as to give us a, a rating um, on whatever platform you're listening on, um, only Please. if it's good, of course. I'm kidding. No. Uh, only, only <laughs> um, that helps us. That helps us. <laughs> um, and as always, we really appreciate everybody listening. And uh, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Cheers. Bye.